Hi, I'm Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be texting that attracts women versus texting that repels women and ruins attraction. I've got an email here from a guy who looks like he read, I think he read my book once, and he got himself online, an online dating profile, and then he had one gal that responded to him that he went out and, and actually went to lunch with her. And that was like a month ago, and they haven't even gone out. And in the meantime, he's discontinued his online dating account. And he's not talking to any other women, which, you know, when that happens, it's like, how are you going to practice if you're not talking to anybody else and you only got this one girl who's really not paying you much attention? And that's what a lot of guys do. They get themselves in the, this trap of, oh, this one girl, this is it. This is the girl I'm going to be with. And then they start, you know, acting like a zombie, just like all the TV shows and movie programs that they watch do is like oh i've got to pursue this girl like a robot until she eventually throws in the towel and i make her mine and this is how you waste a lot of your time a lot of your life and you end up being just very sexually frustrated having a bad case of blue balls and not progressing so you can get better with women he says hi Corey. i'm hoping you can help me out with a girl that seems to have gone cold on me some background i'm recently divorced after nine years of marriage I met a girl online. We emailed for a while. She eventually gave me her number and then we exchanged texts for a few days. I asked her to meet me and she readily accepted. We ended up meeting for lunch. That's a huge fuck up right there. You don't take a chick that you want to become your lover. You don't meet her out for lunch. That's something that a friend would do. You want to meet her out for drinks in the evening or at like a happy hour or a wine and cheese bar. Or just some place where you can have some appetizers and coffee or tea if you're not a you're not a drinker. Because if you want to be her lover, then you do things that her lover would do. And as her lover, a man's job is simply to create a fun-filled romantic opportunity for sex to happen. So how the fuck when you're planning a lunch in the middle of the day is that an opportunity for sex to happen? It's not. It's basically a way of saying, gee, I'm really sorry that I like you, so I'll take you to lunch first and hopefully I won't piss you off. And then maybe, your highness, if you like me, you'll let me take you to dinner. And that's what a lot of guys do. That's like their mentality. They have this pleaser attitude where i got to kiss a woman's ass and act like a total fucking weak bitch like it, you know, they like the, all the f effeminate men on all these ridiculous TV shows do. And, of course, the women go bananas over them which is just absolutely absurd because that shit doesn't work in the real world. He says, she told me to call her to set something up. And so here, here's, he says, the date went well, and while we didn't make definite plans, we talked about getting together again. That's another mistake. When you start talking about the next date when you're still on your first date, that communicates that this shit doesn't happen to you very often. It doesn't happen to you very often that you actually go out with a woman. And when a guy does that and he's trying to arrange a second date, the reason most guys do it is they fear that, you know, ah, what if she, I can't get her on the phone. It would be better just to make a definite date here so I feel good about myself. I get some certainty. And all he's doing is communicating his neediness and his unworthiness to her. So right off the get-go, you're, you're fucking up. Like, so that's two big, big fuck-ups right there, and that's after the first date. <clears throat> and I talk about these things in my book. And that tells me that you don't know the material very well because you're just making unnecessary mistakes. She called him the next day, and, or she texted him the next day to say how great it was to meet and how much she enjoyed spending time with me. Well, that's a good sign. Eventually we did, but it was a good sign for then when that happened. Because a woman's 
interest in, goes up and down based on her emotions. And so when you're doing things right, it goes up. When you're doing things wrong, it goes down. Eventually, we did make plans to go to dinner, which we had to cancel because she was, she was sick. At any rate, I could see I did a few things wrong and probably came off as too accommodating and, and too needy. And I'd say, again, when you're fearful that things aren't going to work out or that you're not going to get a second date because you haven't dated enough or you don't date very often, women can pick up on this. They know guys that are successful with women, other women, and they know guys that aren't. And if they start to get the, a hint or a perception that you're the only thing they got going on and it's been a long time since they've been on a date, then she's going to think, you know what, this guy's not much of a catch because obviously if there aren't other women trying to win him, then he's probably not that much, you know, why should I be trying to win him? He said, I really didn't want to be incentivized by trying to get her to commit to a firm date when she was really sick. I also let it become too much of a texting relationship. You use the phone to text the email for setting dates not having trying to have a relationship and a lot of guys get themselves in the habit of texting and calling women and emailing them and, and instant messaging them all the time but yet these chicks never seem to find a time to go out on a date and every time you ask her out for a date she's always busy she's got there's something else going on and he says not sure she's younger than me 34 versus 25 and she liked texting I know I am caught up in the one myth syndrome with her, partially because of the divorce being fairly awful, even though I was the one who ended it, and partially because it has always been my tendency prior to being married. I dumped my online membership and ignored the multiple other girls who had initiated emailing me on there after I met this girl. That's another, that's a huge fucking mistake. I mean, think about it this way. You got this one girl you're trying to land, and you're just learning this stuff, and obviously you don't even know the material very well, and so you got nobody else to practice on. And so when you're not talking to this girl, there's nobody else that you can practice on and make mistakes with that's going to help you get better. And so this dramatically reduces the chances of not only having success with her, but any other woman in general, because you've basically taken yourself off the market, and now your whole personal life is on hold for this one girl that you went out and you had a nice, friendly lunch with a month ago. You gotta fucking pay attention to that shit. You just can't ignore those things like they're not happening. Partially because he says, "Now all I do is I think about this girl only, and that's you know that's a problem. You get you get obsessed with a woman. I think I still deal with confidence issues from when I was younger. Even though I have no trouble getting attractive girls to at least go out with me, I think I still have lots of trouble advancing past this first stage of the relationship." Yeah, your problem is you can't get a second date because you act so needy either prior to the first date or you act like a friend or her personal assistant or her butler or her errand boy. And when you act like that, they'll love to have you as a male girlfriend or a friend, but you'll never get any, you know, you'll, you won't have a relationship with them. He says, so here's some of the texts basically. And he says... So after the second canceled date, he says, he texts her again. She says, hey, I'm pretty sick. Can I please take a rain check? So he's asking her out again. And she's saying no. And she sa he says, hey, I'm really sorry you're still feeling bad. Of course you can take a rain check. I'm happy to get together with you when you're better and have some time off. Translation, please call me. I hope you like me, your highness. 
It's ass-kissy behavior. You know, my what I would have said, I mean, the best way when she says, hey, I'm really sick, say, hey, no problem, you know. It's, this is, I wrote this down in, in my article, and it's a great way to handle the comeback because you don't need to be texting back and forth. She says, you ask her for a date, and she says, I'm sick. And it doesn't sound like she offered any other day to go on. And so the best thing that, that you could say is something like, Hey, no problem. You know, I, I, I'm sure you'd much rather go out and try to impress me when you don't have snot running down your face. LOL. But hey, I look. You know, give me a text when you feel better, so we can get together and have some fun again, honey. With a little smiley face. It's just something simple and sweet like that. And you're basically putting the ball on her court and going about your life and letting her see. When you worry about where she is or how healthy she is or if she's over her cold yet. You're putting your life on hold for her, and this way, and plus because you're too scared to risk her not calling you back, and that's what you have to do is you have to be willing to take that risk for girls to not call you back, and then you realize, well, I guess I fucking blew it with her. On to the next one, but instead you don't know that, so you're just still sitting here in limbo, and things aren't really going anywhere. And she says, "Thank you. I'm really looking forward to seeing you again." And he, and then he says, "It's perfectly okay. I just want you to feel better." No need to try to eat dinner sick, probably thinking, why is this guy wanting to come to dinner when I have strep throat? Just kidding. Upon reading this again, he says, this seems like a, too, a stupid text on my part. And you're basically apologizing to her for the fact that she's sick and can't go out with you. And it just it's total weak and needy behavior. You're just... You're falling all over yourself to please her and to go out of your way to make her think that you're a nice guy and you're not a jerk, just like they do in all the TV shows, and the shit doesn't work in real life. He says, and I really look forward to seeing you again, too. I, I like getting to know you more and more. This one may have been too much also, he says. And you're basically drooling all over her now at this point, and you're acting dopey. It's like you had one lunch date with her. She hasn't earned this yet. And then we texted again the next night about how she was doing. And so, obviously, he checks up on her. And so, basically, if you'd have responded like I had mentioned, just say, hey, you know, give me a call or text me when you're feeling better so we can get together and have some more fun, honey. If you'd have said that, you wouldn't be having to do anything. And she'd be taking care of her cold or her illness. And you could be out dating and practicing these skills with other women and actually getting fucking better so when she finally does contact you a few days or a week or two later, you're actually better than you were. You're more confident. You're more sure of yourself because you've been using this skill, these skills because repetition is another skill. And he says, hey, hi, how are you? Just wanted to say hi and see how you're feeling. Been wondering how you've been doing with the pneumonia. Was just hectic out in Phoenix and got back late yesterday. And she says, oh, I figured I didn't want to bother you. It's my first night back at work. In other words, what she's saying is, I didn't want to bother you. And when she says, I didn't want to bother, bother you, in other words, she was saying, I really had no desire or intention to call you. And that's basically what you're communicating. You didn't give her any time, obviously, to get better or for her feelings to go up. I'm fatigued, but my trainee is, is handling most of my work. How are you? And he says, yeah. Was wondering if you were back at work. Has your asthma been acting up? Being sick? I'm doing okay. Glad to be back at home. It was too damn hot out there. Pretty sure I was close to heat stroke. And love is playful and fun. It's not serious. And you're basically acting like her doctor, like you're checking up on her. But what you're really doing is you're contacting her. You're just like fucking waiting to spring another date opportunity on her. The instant you 
feel that she's better. But what's what's happening is you're constantly texting her every day. Are you better yet? Are you better yet? Are you better yet? That's basically what's going on. And that's not helping your case, dude. It's making you look weak and needy. He says, that. well, that was last Thursday, and she never responded to the last text. And that should tell you something. That should tell you exactly where her level of interest is in you. And it's really low. And so what you should do now at this point Nothing at all. You should wait for this. You've, I mean, you've done enough. You've contacted this girl excessively so much. You might have turned her off completely. And so the only thing you can do is walk away. You need to reactivate your dating profile. And I put some links on the article on my website that will take you to my online, ultimate online dating profile, a perfect way to model what your profile should look like. It'll get two to three really super high-quality women that are exactly what you want to contact you on a monthly basis and plus you'll have lots of other women that you can interact with but the key is with online dating and like what you're finding out is it's a lot better for women to contact you than you trying to contact women because when you send a, emails you're going to send a lot of them and get very low response but if you put a great profile on there that tells women what it is that you want and basically in a nice charming way hey if you, this is you or this you meet this criteria shoot me a text and so they're chasing you from the get-go, whereas this way with you contacting them first, you're chasing women that may or may not have that much interest in you. And so it's a lot more work. And that's what you're, you're finding out with this particular girl. And then the last thing he says, I like her a lot, but at this point I don't want to continue to come off as desperate if I've already done that so far. You've definitely done that so far. I thought about calling her and directly asking her out, but not feeling her interest due to the lack of contact. And it's like, see? Your spidey sense, your intuition is saying, man, I've already done enough. I should probably back off. And you got to learn to listen to that voice and learn to trust that voice because there's wisdom in it. And it's telling you, you've already done enough. Just wait for her to contact you. When she does, make a definite date in the evening to get together someplace. And then have two or three other places that are close by that you can take her to afterwards, like a wine and cheese bar or maybe a place to play pool or throw darts. Some place or miniature golf or whatever. Some place where you can go and interact with each other physically. Have plenty of time to sit and talk face to face. Have a great date. And then just like I talk about, create a romantic opportunity for sex to happen.